And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Bear Down Sports Association podcast, episode 83 today, week two preview. Your host, CJ Savaro, joined alongside me, Commissioner Brandon Kurtzman. Kurtzman, how are we doing today? Uh, feeling a lot better. I was having a down day yesterday, but we're back, we're back on track for Sunday. Also uh, joining me here, podcast favorite, my father, Tommy Savaro. Dad, how are we doing today? We're good. I'm excited about uh, Butthurt Thursday. But hurt Thursday. Why? I'm sure, we make our predictions and everyone's screaming <laughs> yeah. on Sunday about why we didn't pick them. <laughs> facts. That is facts. Yeah. All right, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be going through all the games here again. Another nine games on the slate here. Um, Kurtzman, before we get into any of the games, though, uh, there's some things that you wanted to reiterate. Let's get it out the way nice and early so everyone hears it. No parking at the field. Um, respect the refs. No smoking. No smoking. And uh, that's really it. That's honestly it. All right. Let's jump right into the games then. Yeah, let's do it. Let's start off. 9 a.m. slate right here. We got Ole Miss versus Florida. Immediately, they start off extremely in- interesting. Tommy Galante and, and crew coming off nice 1-0 victory. Jarrock and crew, the Jarrock boys, Florida, coming off a, a one-on-one doubleheader. They got an extra game experience under their belt. Kurtzman, I'm going to start it off with you. Uh, after, you know, going back and watching these games, these week one games on film, uh, how you feel about these two teams right here and how they match up against each other? Um, the line, the line is going to be interesting. Um, I like both lines. I think both lines have really strong guys for pa- uh, Patriots. For the uh, for oh, Ole Miss, you got Austin, Dane, Verdesco, so three big, three bigger guys. And then on the Jurok boys, Florida, you got – who we think is probably could be one of the best offensive lines with Joe Dell, Jarwar, yeah. uh, Matt DeFlippis. And it, it's going to be interesting which side of that wins the battle in terms. I think that's going to decide who wins this one. Um, Tommy is definitely going to have to worry about Jarwar. Jarwar is an absolute menace on the defensive line. So yeah. he lines up with Austin. That should be a really good uh, battle early on in the day. Um, outside, I think both teams have really good athletes. They're going to be able to make plays on both sides of the ball. I think you'll see Jarrock use his legs as always. And I think he'll maybe the game plan for, um, Ole Miss will be that make Jarrock throw the ball, see if he can beat us with his arm. He dipped over 200 yards in the second game on last Sunday, but came in a loss to Michigan state. So we'll see if, uh, maybe we get a little more balanced of a Florida attack. That how are you feeling about this one? Uh, I, I'm loving to see the matchup uh, with uh, Jawa versus Austin. That's two of the best linemen in uh, in the league against each other. It's going to be interesting. I think that uh, Florida has an opportunistic defense. Okay. That, uh, with, along with that, a strong pass rush could be problems for Tommy. Okay. So we're we're, we're all in on this. This is actually going to be a really big uh, a big line game. There's a lot of really big. There's a lot of really big matchups this week. You're going to hear a lot of really. I think it's going to be every week, but continue. Yeah, yeah, no, but this is on the line right here in the trenches. This was going to be a really good one. I think obviously two of the more uh, two of the more mobile, agile quarterbacks in the league with Jarrock and Tommy. Um, I'm leaning towards. I guess I'll start with the picks here. I'm leaning towards Ole Miss in this one. I think Tommy's going to come out and go two and zero to start the season, and it's nothing against nothing against Florida at all. I just think Tommy Giuseppe he gets Pauly back this week, correct, Kurtzman? Yeah, yeah, Pauly's going to be there, and I think Austin's going to do his thing on the line. He's going to hold up and be able to neutralize it a little bit. Dane, they're going to be able to neutralize the line like they're going to offset each other, and I'm just going to go with Tommy's. Um, I don't even want to say experience over. Uh, 
over Jarrock because Jarrock obviously has a ton of flag football experience. I guess I'm just going with Tommy's arm in this game. I think he's going to make a few more plays in the air than Jarrock. But listen, Jarrock is – I'm going to say it might be game of the week for every week, but this really might be game of the week because this this one's going to be electric. Dad, how are you feeling uh, in terms of your pick here? By the way, last week I led the uh, – I went 6-3. and three. You both went 5-4. and four. I am currently in first place. That's my first official pick of, of week two. I'm taking Ole Miss. Well, I'm gaining a game here right here because I'm picking Florida. Okay. So you'd be losing. Uh, I know you're the president of Tommy Gallant. Yeah, I got to pick Tommy. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I just love Florida's line. Joe, De- Joe Dell, the hotel. You can't get around him. Joe Dell, the hotel. That's, <laughs> that's what you got. Okay. Dude is big. You got to be tough to get around him. He's gonna. He gives. Uh, uh, he gives Drew Rock a lot of protection, and defensively, he's just a bull. He'll just come right through the line. I mean, I, I, I love watching them play last week. I, I can't wait for this week. And like I said, Joe was another great player. I, I think this this game is is one in the trenches, and and I, I'm going with Florida on this one. Kurtzman, I um, I share the same sentiments as your father. I yep. think that um, I really like the offensive line of the Florida Gators giving him a lot of time to throw and also run, which kind of just makes it harder. You have to guard guys for six, seven, eight seconds in the backfield. Um, I think I'm going to go with Florida. going to be a close game. I, lo- I hate Ben against Tommy because he's just someone who in any given play can make something big happen. I love what he was doing on his feet last week. He keeps up that balanced attack and I'm going to be down two games to you, but I'm taking Florida. Yep, I think I'm going to win uh, both Tommy Galante week, week one and week two, and that's going to be the, how I'm up to on you guys. Ooh, we, bet against, we bet against Galante last week, too. Yeah, you did. Uh, you both bet against Galante last week. I took Galante against Gargano and squad, and I got the, and I got the dub there. That was, that's why I'm up uh, game on you guys. You know, what, you know what it is? It's like when you bet, you don't want to um, bet on a team, lose, bet against a team and lose, then bet on them, and then you lose also because then it's like, oh, you, pissed, you missed both times. So I'm hoping that. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. You miss both times. You're just an idiot, right? Yeah, you're just an idiot. You think <laughs> wrong, right? No, but uh, should be uh, a really good game. And yeah. just start off the day by itself. So if you're looking to get there a little early, see a really good game. 9 a.m. Rebels Field. Uh, it's gonna be a good one early. All right, let's move on to the 10 o'clock slate. First game in the 10 o'clock. You're looking at Dartmouth against LSU. Kurtzman, how do you feel about a Joe Piscopo bounce back week? As well as even some would argue a sp- um, not a spo. Uh, Zach Sobieski bounce back week. Yeah, both these quarterbacks coming off of subpar days. I think both of them would tell you they played like absolute shit. Um, <laughs> okay. Sunday, Sobs played better in game two, but I still think he felt that he could have played better. Um, I think Dartmouth's going to really obviously going to benefit from the return of Tompkins. I believe Tompkins is active this week. I haven't heard otherwise. Um, and I think this Dartmouth team, hopefully Joe has a good game plan ready to go. He beat Sobes last time they played in the regular season of last season. Wow. So he's got one up on Sobes right now. But I, I really just think that um, if Sobes can get, kind of get back into, I'm not sure how his foot's doing, but if he gets it back into momentum, it's hard to beat him. It's hard to, hard to match him offensively. But um, I'm looking for Dartmouth to show a lot better of a performance in week two than they did in week one. That how are you feeling about this one? Do we know the status of uh, Soap's foot? I know we had to uh, see the doctor this week. Do you get any kind of report? Yeah, I have no idea if he's playing. He hasn't said anything to me. Yeah. Um, I know he was subpar last week. His team didn't look too good behind him either. Uh, uh, yeah, but yeah. A game, that game plan was terrible in the first game, rushing two guys when, when they were repeatedly getting beat at the line of scrimmage. It made no sense. So uh, I can't trust him this week. So. 
<laughs> I, I trust Joe to come back. Uh, he'll come back strong. Yeah. I think we uh, finalized with Nick Tompkins. Nick back there. Yeah. So I hate betting against soaps because I rarely ever do it. But I got to I, I gotta go with Joe on this one. All right. That's your official pick. You're taking oh. Dartmouth over LSU. <laughs> Give you a second to, give you a second to yeah, think. You want to come back to me last all right, night. All right. <laughs> so, no, not an official know, pick. You know, I just feel like um, we're so down on Sobs right now just because we, we didn't see the complete excellence that we're so used to seeing. You know, like Sobs doesn't play like he did last week, really. It doesn't happen very often. So when you see it, I think you're just a little shocked by it. Um, I do just think that these teams, the way they match up, there's no real advantages on either side, on either area. I think they both have good playmakers on the outside with Liam and Spo and Tompkins and Cody Noren, who shows off the line. That, once again, man, he just keeps on scoring. He scores a lot of touchdowns. He makes a lot of big plays for Soaps-led teams. Um, so I honestly just think that really everywhere it's going to be an even matchup, and it's going to kind of just come down to what quarterback plays better or what defense gets the stop. And I see – I think it's going to be a higher-scoring game in this one. Um, I have a question. The three, the three receivers you just said on Dartmouth. Nick Tompkins. I said Liam and Tompkins. They also have Rich Ritter. They have um, Drew. They have. I thought you said. I thought. I thought there was another name you said, but that, no, that's I said, no. I said Spo on LSU. I was just naming all the players. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Besides, besides, besides the point here. I think Joe's definitely going to bounce back, and I think that having Tompkins obviously makes a world of a difference for him. I think Tompkins and Liam, we talked about on any given Sunday, who could be the best receiving duo. That could easily be the best receiving duo of the weekend. Like, it easily, that's very well in the cards. But um, I, I kind of agree with you, Kirsten. Everyone's down on Sobes right now. And everyone is like, uh, you know, is he? Like, you got Tommy on here. You got yeah, Tommy yeah, yeah. Right yeah. Saying, saying that he trusts Joe to come back more than Sobes. And I I mean, I understand Sobes' foot is hurt, but like. Yeah, no, it, it's 100% because of the foot. No, it's one hundred percent because of the foot. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard pill for me to swallow when I got to bet against them. But you know, you're talking about Cody Norton uh, getting out for passes. That comes at an expense. He's not protecting his quarterback when he's hurt. It showed last week. There were a lot of poor decisions made by uh, by Swords because he was under duress. Yeah, no, I agree. He I was agree trying to make a play because that's the kind of guy he is. That's the kind of player he is. He's always trying to make a play. But then you see him make a bad, you know, throw, you know, make poor decisions, but throwing bad interceptions. You're going, why is he doing that? Well, mainly because his line isn't helping him out. Okay, so you're, oh, down, you, so you're down on the offensive line. I'm yeah, down you, so are you, so, so you're taking – It just wasn't him. I think I thought the whole team played poorly. So you're taking oh, Dartmouth. I'm, I'm leaning that way, but like I said, it's, it's a tough pill for me yeah, yeah, you, haven't made, you haven't made the pick right, yet. Yeah, but I'll make it before we, we – yeah, All right, I'll start the picks. I'll start I was going to I was gonna say I'm taking Dartmouth. Oh, I'm taking Sobes. Yeah, I like that pick by, I like wait, that pick by wait, you, but I'm taking the reasons I'm taking Dartmouth. Do I get a like a, a pass if Sobes doesn't play? No. That's why I'm taking Dartmouth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm taking oh, I'm taking Sobes. Sobes is playing. Sobes is Yeah, I assume, I, I, I assume Sobes will go out there even if he's not if he shouldn't be going out there. I could see Sobes leaving the game if he's actually hurt though. I, I'm gonna Which go I'm with, hoping he's not. I hope Sobes is fine. I'm going with Dartmouth, but I'm rooting for Sobes to have a big game. And I even hope he hope he wins. But Sorry, I'm, I'm taking Sobes, so I might lose two games to TJ. I'm taking, I'll take, I'll take, I'm gonna take, uh, I'm gonna take Dartmouth here for all the reasons that you pointed out, Dad. And I think having Tompkins back, Joe's not gonna look, he's not gonna look that bad again. LSU already's got to win on the season. Joe does not want to fall to zero and two. I think was a hungry dog runs faster. That's what they say. The hungry dog runs faster. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna take, uh, I'm gonna take Dartmouth. Let's move on to the next game in the ten o'clock window here. 
Purdue against Alabama, two 0-1 teams, two teams who we talked about, a lot of the things that we think they should be doing differently. Uh, Kurtzman, I know Emmerich, Emmerich has been reaching out. He's been really wants – he wants to steer the ship. He asked me – he called me. He's like, hey, like, you know, what do you think I should do and all these things? I'm not going to say what I said, but, like, not that I was sitting there game planning with Emmerich, but he was really into it is the point that I'm trying to make. Um, how are we feeling about this one, Kurtzman? I'm sorry. Who's Alabama playing? Alabama's playing Purdue, bro. Get off your phone. No edits. Podcast with no edits. Chris, not paying attention. Podcast with no edits. Now, um, Alabama versus Purdue. Um, this is going to be an interesting matchup. A lot of two teams who still are kind of getting their feet wet in the league, but there's really no time in this season to get your feet wet as it's gone. It's going quick. Purdue's already played two, uh, two games. Alabama's about to play two more games on this day. So, like, these games are going to become a little more of a must-winning kind of early in the season for both of these teams. Um, I think I really want to see from Alabama is just Dev continue to grow as a quarterback. He had a great – I thought he had a really good first day. I know he made some mistakes, um, but he hung in there with a Sobes-led team, which is obviously a a difficult thing to do. Um, And I thought he did the right thing by making sure he got his playmakers the ball. Emmerich and Abby led the team in targets in week one with nine and eight, respectively. So I think as long as he continues to grow on that and run the ball as much as he did last week, he's going to put his his team in a good position to win the game. And their defense made a lot of plays. They're going to miss Wiz this week. Yeah. Three sacks again, three sacks last week on Sobes, which also not an easy thing to do, sack Sobes. Um, They're going to miss that. But Listen, that's what this league is all about. It's about using all 10 of your guys. When some guys can't make it, you guys got to step up, make plays. That how do you feel about this one? I'd like to talk more about these two teams, but the truth is I, I didn't see the Alabama game last week. Okay. And I, I barely watched Purdue play. But uh, – right, we'll make sure you watch this game on Sunday. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to make sure I watch this game. I have to. Yeah, yeah. no, in, in this one, I'm really looking for – the teams to progress and take like, I want this to be a good game. I don't want it to be a sloppy flag football game. It needs to be a game that looks like a game in our league. If you understand what I'm saying, Kurtzman. Yeah, no, I do. Cause think about it. It's two teams that don't really, haven't really played. That's what I'm saying. Like it's, it's yeah. two quarterbacks. that haven't played in the league. So I would like this game to look like the other games in yeah. the league. That that's, if you understand what I'm saying, then Tighten you understand what I'm up. saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tighten the shit up. Oh. Like I was saying, I was saying a big thing. And I think for both of these quarterbacks, we talked about it with, with Deshaun, how he, we, he needs to use more athleticism. And I said this to Emmerich about Dev, like, you got to live to fight another play, too. Like, it doesn't, you don't have to force something at all times. Like, don't throw the interception. Just throw the ball out of bounds or, you know, you know, th- just, yeah, chuck the ball out of bounds and just live to play another down. Like, you don't have to force something. Both of the quarterbacks, you don't have to force stuff. Just be an athlete out there and get your playmakers involved. Like, Dev did a really good job of it, too. Deshaun's got to give his guys good opportunities to make plays on the ball. He's got to run. I want Deshaun to run for 100 yards in this game. Like, he's got to go out there, run around the field, just be an athlete. And these guys need to – I hope they're, 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 these teams are game planning as well for each other. I talked about how Alabama is doing it. I hope that Purdue is also game planning it and, you know, looked at the film and they've at least discussed, okay, how are we going to, you know, guard this or how are we going to score against this kind of a thing, Kurtzman. No, I agree. And um, Dijon's team stayed after the games and they were talking definitely kind of figuring out what they feel like they need to do to continue to grow. Um, They definitely grew from game one to game two. And, you know, they always say in any football season, the biggest adjustments happen from week one to week two. Because you figure out what you really have on the field. Like when the game is intensified and people are really trying to play their best and beat you, what do you got? Practice is one thing. Scrimmages are one thing. But when you're live, you're live. So, um, I think I just want to see um, 
Deshaun, like I said last podcast, be a little less comfortable in the pocket and just yep. get out and run sometimes, be a little more decisive, um, get the ball out early, get um, get himself some early completions early to feel, uh, get some momentum, maybe design run plays, um, have your lineman hook type of things, you know, just little things to get yourself going, um, try to score in the first possessions. Like it's all these little things that if you do them correctly, it puts yourself in a good position late in the second half to win the game. If you execute on both sides of the ball. Um, I talked a lot about Alabama. I think this game is going to be decided in the trenches. And if both quarterbacks do you turn the ball over or are you living for another day? Like you said, yeah. um, with that being said, I'm going to take Purdue. Oh, wow. We're, um, we're going against each other three straight times to start. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because I think Dev had a better I, – I do believe Dev had a better week one than Deshaun. But yeah. I, do, I I like the way – it's funny I'm going to say this, but I really like the way Deshaun throws the ball. Like, I really feel like he has it. He just – I feel like he, he underthrows the deep ball sometimes. If he lets Rasheed really – and Ant, those big six six bodies really get out there and go up on guys like – they had some littler kids that were guarding them uh, for Blue Mountain State, at least, that they didn't really get to take advantage of those matchups. I hope that they kind of just see what's – like when you really – like when Deshaun gets up to the line, I want him to like look at the field and say, hey, where do I have my mismatch? Not just yeah. get up there and say go, you know? Read yeah. the field before the snap starts, and that's what I want to see. But this is no slight to Dever, Alabama. Um, they could easily win this game, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll with Purdue. I'm taking Alabama because of what you hinted at earlier before you started talking, um, before you went on that little rant right there. Um, I think they looked better in week one. Like, I think they're more advanced. I think they looked more like the other teams than Purdue did. Like, Purdue was really the only team that got smoked. And I know that was in the first game and they didn't get smoked in the second game. But I think they should look better this week. I hope they look better this week. I'm expecting Deshaun to be better this week. I'm expecting their whole team to be better this week. But I think Alabama is a little bit better than they are at this point of the season. Maybe if this was down the line, it could be different. But I guess even without Wiz, I'm still going to take Alabama in this one. Dad. All right. If we get early Abby this week where he shows up. To oh, yeah, the, early Abby. He gets to the field early, and he's he's into it, and he's committed. Uh, he, he's When he's on, he's already got an equal on the field. He's that type of player. Yeah, plus, yeah. plus uh, Joe Denoya. It's tough to bet against Joe Denoya. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Alabama on this one. All right. So we're both on um, Alabama. Kurtzman, you were on uh, Purdue. This um this game, really, I, I'm going to say it's about a lot of games. This game has a lot of good athletes where there could be some high, real highlight plays. Yeah. Um, yeah, there, there should Abby be some Machine, posters in this one. Done. Yeah, no, there could be, yeah, posters for lack of a better term. But, no, nah, I really like this game. I think this game's going to show which newer team is taking bigger strides heading into week three. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for as well. Let's move on to the – uh, 11 o'clock slate we have here. Chris, we'll start with your game. Wyoming against Texas Tech. Any news or notes about this game you want to get out there? Yeah, we're playing with seven. No Reddington brothers, no Dean. I'm not sure if Jelani's playing for Texas Tech, but I know they have their boy Nick ready to go if Jelani is not moving to Arizona after before or after this game. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so that's those are the player updates. And, yeah, that's really it. All right. Dad, how do you feel about this this matchup right no here? No Reddington brothers? Yeah. Why not? Hey, it's past, past birthday this weekend, they're away. Oh, that's tough. You, you had a stud out there last week. You ain't going to be there this week. Okay. Then you don't pick up the slack. Uh, this, is a, this is a good test for uh, Texas Tech. Uh, Billy D'Amato 
one wants to see quarterbacking in this league, he's got to go up against one of the best in Kurtzman. So uh, I don't expect Kurtzman to back down from this challenge. Um, uh, you got Abdul. Uh, you're gonna have to come up with a, a, an answer for Abdul. I guess. It's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just like they have to come up for an answer for Danino, because he's that kind of player. So I'm really excited to watch this game. Hopefully it's not when uh, Alabama plays because I got no, no Al- Alabama. Alabama plays at uh, at ten all against right. Purdue. Yeah, we just mentioned. Yeah, that. <laughs> it's kind of dumb. Of me, I was gonna say, what are you saying? <laughs> um, all right, I like I like in this game the fact that this is gonna be a, a mental test for you, Kurtzman. This is gonna be a, a big mental toughness test because Billy Demato came out there and said that's what happened when you get a real quarterback in this league. He was throwing shots at you. Okay. Billy was throwing he was throwing shots at everyone who's not a real quarterback. That's how he that's how he was feeling. That Billy is coming into this game 100% thinking they're going to win. He's going to come every single week as everyone should 100% thinking that they're going to win this game. You got, you know, you're a little short-handed, but I still like what you got. Like I'm still looking for guys to step up. I'm looking for Dom to step up. I'm looking for James to step up offensively, making some plays. I'm looking for Morick you know, he's going to have to get in there on defense. Like, he's going to have to play some defensive snaps on the line this week. Like, your team's going to have to step up. And I, I think you have a – this is a, a good squad for you to have that. It's a, this is a really good game, too. It's not – there's no game in this league that's really a cakewalk right now. But as far as Texas Tech, if they have Jelani, Steve, Abdul, that's going to be tough. You're gonna, you guys are going to have to have a good game plan. You guys are going to have to be ready to go. I think that they'll be ready. They'll be organized as well. Billy knows exactly what he's doing out there. I guess, obviously, Kurtzman, you're picking, you know, we know your pick. You're not picking against your team. I think I'm going to have to go with Texas Tech in this one. I think I think it's going to be a good one. I think you're going to fight, and I think it's going to be very interesting at the end. I just think they have, you know, maybe a little bit more playmakers than you guys do at the end of the day in this one. And I think it's I think it's going to be a one-score game, but I, I like Texas Tech in this one then. I'd feel more confident if Pat was in your secondary, but he's not. Uh, but your key is going to be the pass rush you put on Billy. He's not fleet of foot. You already know this. Uh, he's going to beat you with his arm. He's uh, timing patterns, uh, quick hits off the line. If you can neutralize him that way, then you're going to win this game. I'm, I'm going to go with Kurtzman. All right. Kurtzman, talk about why you think you're going to win the game. <laughs> no, I just think that we're going to um, we come in with a good game plan. We've talked about what we want to do um, defensively more so. We always, I always game plan more so defensively than offensively. Um, Maybe we'll switch that up due to the fact that my defense was so good last week and my offense was so bad. But no, I think we, I think we, I think we match up well in the trenches, which means that I'll have, to, I think, I think I'll have time to throw. I think I'll have time to let plays develop down the field. And um, no, I think as long as we stick true to who we are and we kind of just play the game the right way, the way that we know how to play, take what the defense gives us, and um, just make their make them have to make plays to beat us, then I think we'll be fine. I think we'll be in in the last seconds and. Uh, we show that we can trail for the entire game and still win. So don't ever count out the Cowboys. What was the stat you led for zero seconds and won the game last week? Led for zero seconds, won the game. I know Saroff's going to be hearing this still having nightmares about it. <laughs> uh, um, that, it's just we got a resilient bunch, and I know my guys are going to step up and we're going to make plays. I'm expecting Dom to, and Morg to have way bigger roles. Hughes going to have a way bigger role. We only have seven guys right now. So um, I may pick up a body just to play, but – um, regardless of who we got, I'm confident in the guys that I'm got behind me. All right. Next game, the 11 o'clock slate, Alabama against Florida state. This will be Alabama playing off a of back-to-back. This will be their second game of their back-to-back. And then obviously Augie's first, uh, first game of the day, he plays a back-to-back as well, but, um, obviously Augie's first game of the day. So how are we feeling about this one? We talked about Alabama already. 
we've you know it's been you know a few days since we've digested uh you know film and watched and watched florida state as well dad how you didn't see a lot of alabama but reiterate what you were talking about about florida state they you know what uh, last week we said a lot of teams came out and they were rusty this this team came out and it looked like they had no rust at all looked like they gelled from from the very first snap to the very last uh this team put it together i, I expect them to keep you know that train rolling so I like what I see out of their defense. I like what I see out of their offense, their, their line play, all aspects. Plus, Augie, I thought Augie was phenomenal last week. Uh, I, I like Florida State a lot here. Kurtzman, how are you feeling about uh, this matchup? How do you think the teams uh, match up against each other talent-wise? Well, that's what I say about Florida State, man. They are confident and they are cocky right now. And that's when you got Justin, Augie, uh, Lebo, Marola, that's going to be a group that's going to talk their shit and let you know that they're doing well when they're playing well. So, um, I really like how they, they I, I like their team moxie. Like they just, they, they think that they got this league in the bag. Like, and I think that's maybe how they should feel. They got a good bunch, but, um, they come out with confidence. They're ball hawking on defense. Dev has to be very careful with the ball in this game. I think, um, running, trying to make them miss flags and neutralizing their defensive line with quick hitters is the key for Alabama in this one. Try to control the time of possession. Don't give Augie a lot of chance, uh, opportunities with the ball. Um, and don't get beyond the deep ball, man. Augie, we, we talked about the meme, the EY meme. <laughs> if you're able to not get beat deep by Justin on the jump balls, just able to just bat it away, not go for the interception, because that's when the best the best guys who moss people are the ones who are able to take it out of your hands. Um, if you just are able to make those plays in the secondary and not allow Justin to take over the game like down the field – you, you neutralize Augie and then you make him more of a runner and uh, have to go to second and third reads. So um, hopefully Alabama isn't too gassed after their first game against Purdue. But as long as I think as long as a deck takes care of the ball, I think they should be able to hang around. Your official pick. For this game? Yes. I think the combination of Florida State feeling good about themselves right now with Alabama playing second game back-to-back, I'm going to take Florida State. But I w- disclaimer, I will say, if Alabama gets a big win in the first game, oh. that 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 could carry over to a even more confident bunch going into game two, which could change this one. But I'm sticking with my Florida State pick. I think Augie and company are rolling right now, feeling good about themselves. All right, so you have Alabama in for an 0-2 week. Remember that when you guys score touchdowns this week, make sure to curse Kurtzman out. Make sure to uh, Kurtzman won't be there when Alabama plays. <sighs> Uh, Kirsten will be there in this. Oh, you'll be playing when Alabama's playing. They'll be young at you for another play. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'm going with Florida State in this one. I'm taking league veteran Augie and, and Bunch, all those guys, league veterans over, you know, a few newer guys on Alabama. I'm always going to take the experience this early in the season. Give me Florida State in my official pick. That. Florida State's got one of the better secondaries in the league. If you look at it, you got Justin, you got Augie, and you got Joe Ivanak back there. So not for, don't always count Joe, Joe out. Uh, great defender. Uh, it's going to be a tough secondary for a rookie quarterback, you know, to to, yeah. to, to overcome. Uh, I'm going with Florida State in this one. All right, let's move on to the 12 o'clock slate. We have Georgia against TCU. News and notes on this one, Kirsten. We got any? Georgia versus TCU. I think Eric's playing. Is Eric playing? That's really the biggest question. Yeah, no, I, I think he is because Dylan did write in our chat, the, the chat with me and him saying that he was so excited to be able to play receiver to, this weekend. So, so we're I, talking about this game as if Eric's playing. Yeah, I think we always should. Unless, okay. we, not, unless we officially know otherwise. No, 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 no. Eric, Eric's playing. All right. Dad, 
you saw Georgia last week. You remember Eric from the one day you saw TCU as well. Um, how do you feel about this one? Well, obviously, if Eric plays, TCU is a different team. We're, uh, we're, we're talking about this game as if Eric's playing. Okay. Definitely. Definitely. All right. Then I think they got a shot. I, I think that he's that type of quarterback. I, like I said, I only seen him play in that one-day tournament, and I thought he was great. Uh, it's, it'll be a different team, especially when you're going to put one of the best wideouts in Dylan on the outside to help him to go along with the uh, other monster that they have, Monahan. Okay. Uh, but the, 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 the class of the league and, and, and you, to be the man, you got to beat the man. Until you do, it's still IB. Uh, Georgia, they come back with a strong team, strong defense led by Jack, Jack the Reaper. Yeah. <laughs> the Reaper. Uh, IB, I uh, no one uses his players better than he does. He's got his lineman, Pete and Dean. Uh, somehow Pete's always winding up 40 yards downfield, catching touchdowns after he just snapped the ball, which is incredible. Uh, it's It might be a little too much for uh, for TCU to overcome. Kurtzman, how do you feel about this one? Um, I love that Eric's quote-unquote debut because he has played in our league format before. But his season debut is going to be in the trenches against the league's best. Right into the fire. Yeah, right into the fire. Um, throw, throw him in a dogfight early against IB. Um, what I want to say about Georgia first, man, is on film they are fast. Um, they got speed all over the field. Their linemen are good. They gave it. They get the Dean gives Dean. I'm going to say Dean, Dean gives uh, gives IB time back there. IB gives himself time back there, and I just. It's hard to see anyone beating them, but I do love the way that Eric plays the game. He played, he's one of the main guys of take what the defense gives you, setting up something in the first half to hit something bigger in the second half. Um, he has a very good touch on his ball. He is able to make plays with his feet and do somewhat of what IB does in making time for himself in the backfield. I've seen him be on his own, be on the other team's 10 yard line, run all the way back to the other side of the field and come all the way back and make a play. So uh, I, if Eric is on his game and playing well, I'm not sure how often he's been playing uh, football lately, but if he's playing well and he's on his game, I, I, TCU is going to be a tough beat. Um, we'll see how they guard Dylan and Matt Monahan. We'll see how the return of hopefully permanent Zalek adds to the offense. So um, I think it should be a good one. I guess I'll start my pick. I'm going to take uh, Georgia. They looked the best last week in the league, and I, until someone beats them, I'm going to keep picking them. Yeah, I hope I hope uh, Prem is back from his injury. Um, we had an injury. Yeah, he was injured last week. That's why oh, I, I didn't. I didn't know why he wasn't there. I just yeah, no, no. He was. He had, he had. I think he had an injury last week. Um, but I'm. I'm in this game, Kurtzman. I'm excited for the return of Dylan at at receiver. Obviously, the much the the very anticipated um, BDSA debut of Eric in terms of you know the league. Obviously, playing the one day tournament, but we definitely wanted him to play quarterback in the league for a while and now here it is like now he's playing in the league he's got his squad he's got some of his guys playing against ib in, in the first uh in his first game here i agree with you I, I, georgia is fast they're they have really good athletes on their team it's just a squad that knows how to play together i'm sure i don't want to say tcu is going to go to zero and two but it really feels like zero and one to me if they were to lose this game as weird as that sounds, it, it does feel like, oh, I feel like if they have Eric, like it's a completely different team. So if they lost, they'd only be 0-1. I'm not going to pick against IB because that's just – at this point, you just can't pick against him right now. He's just – what was he? Was he 11 for 12 in the game? Yeah. In one incompletion. Yeah. Like, I, I can't – I cannot bet against that team right now. I'm going to take them in a close one. Dad, what's your pick? 
I'm going with Georgia. I think, uh, again, he's facing a tough secondary. You got Tyson, you got Jack, you got IB back there. Uh, it, it's a it's a tough hill to climb uh, when it's your first year in the league. Uh, I got to go with the uh, defending champ here. I want to take TCU so bad, damn it. What's your pick? No, I'm taking Georgia, but when TCU wins, don't. don't. No, no one's going to be surprised if they come out and play a no, great not game. At all. Yeah. Not at all. I expect Eric to play well. Yeah, yeah, we expect it to be and a that, And that's game. a good team. Yeah. Not, not what you saw last week. And I, I told uh, Texas Tech, there were some players last week screaming that I picked against them. I said, you don't understand. If they had their quarterback, that's a different team. So no, I agree. It is a different team. Yeah. If you picked them, I wouldn't say it's a bad pick. I hate, I hate that. Yeah, no, I know. All all right. we're, all take, we're all taking Georgia. No one's bold enough to pick against IB yet. All right, let's move on to the next 12 o'clock game. Oregon versus Michigan State. Seroff-led team against the Sam Allen-led team. Kurtzman, I'll start with you on this one. How are we feeling? Are you still in the, the honeymoon phase with Sam Allen? <laughs> no, um, I mean, listen, like, the tape doesn't lie through one game. He looks great. I think this is a matchup of probably the quarterback – the quarterback who looked the best in week one and no slight to Suroff, but he didn't have a great game week one. So I think um, he's looking for a strong bounce back. We talked about how good that offense is and how, how good that offense could be for Oregon. So you're just hoping that the offensive line plays a lot better for Suroff, gives him a little more time to throw. Hopefully um, he gives Pip, Zach and Bowen some more chances down the field, continuing to use those three weapons to his full advantage. Um, Defensively, they're really good. So I think they're going to be a good. They're going to be a good um, match for the Michigan State offense. Obviously, uh, we should all make sure we're on Douglas watch as. Oh yeah. Clearly, Sam Allen's favorite target, but I think that's kind of what Sam Allen wants you to think. Almost, I almost want you that he. I almost think that he wants you to think to yourself. They going into the game, he's going to throw a lot to Douglas. He's going to throw a lot to Douglas, and then he comes out there and. Hassard's getting all the targets or he comes out there and Bill Heimer's getting targets. I don't know. I think Sam is very creative and he's going to come out there and do things that you might not have seen on film last week. So he's got more stuff in the, in the, in the tuck. So um, that's my analysis on both those teams. All right. I think, like you said, Kurtzman, this is going to be a game where these teams are two very, very well-prepared teams. So, you know, is not looking to go 0-2. Definitely not looking to go 0-2. And he's looking to play way better. I think we talked about it on the Tuesday podcast. He's going to get those guys more involved. Zach's going to have a big game. Bowen's going to have a big game. Um, Pip's going to have a big game. Like, I think there's going to be big plays in this one. I think this is going to be a really high-scoring game. I think – I know even though we like both defenses on this team and I think they are, teams are going to be well-prepared, I think the playmakers in this game, I think both quarterbacks are going to play well. Sam's going to continue to play well, and Surf's going to immediately turn it around. I th- I want to go with Oregon in this one. I don't want to bet against Sam after that week one performance, but I, I don't I don't think Surf's falling to 0-2 here. I think those guys get it done. I think Pip is, is going to have a monster game. Listen, but if Douglas comes out and scores another three touchdowns this game and they win, I guess he's the immediately, immediately he's the front runner for MVP, right? If that's what happens. <laughs> or Sam Allen is, who the hell knows? <laughs> yeah, no, Sam, no, Sam, it, it, like, I'm talking like Douglas got like three touchdowns, three or four sacks, five tackles. Like, oh, yeah, then yeah. obviously, no, of course. And I listen, Douglas is probably listening, is going to, is going to be listening to this, thinking to himself, yeah, I'm already in the, I'm already front yeah. line for the MVP right now. Um, I think Douglas with Sam Allen, for some reason, man, that that connection is just lethal in our league. And Sam gets him the ball, splits him out wide. Like, I don't think anyone else drafts Nick Douglas to do what Nick Douglas does now, except for Sam Allen. So maybe 
Sam Allen's the got the best eye for talent and uses it the best way. So um, I think this is going to be a great game. I think both teams come in very prepared, but I am taking the Spartans. Dad, how are you feeling this one? Sam's a mad genius. Uh, to appreciate what he did last week, you'd have to watch the game film. I mean, his – Actually watch it. Yes, his receivers ran precise, precise routes. Um, he, Like I said, he used uh, – Florida had a great pass rush. He used their strength against them, hitting them with a couple of screens that went big. Uh, Sam, if one thing, he's, he's going to be prepared. And uh, he's got a lot in his bag of tricks. Uh, I, I You know, I'm a big fan of Serhoff. I'm a big fan of that, that team. He, he came back with the same team from last year. And uh, they, they, they gel together. But uh, I'm going to go with Michigan on this one, Michigan State. Uh, I, I think uh, there's a lot more of Sam you haven't seen yet. And every week, he's going to be a different guy. So he's not going to come out and be the same team every week. They're going to prepare against the teams they play against. And if you talk about someone watching film, I know I know Sam's watching film. Uh, and he will he will use your, your, the team strength against them. You know? I'm definitely calling out Suroff this week, though. I'm taking you, Oregon. Yeah, no, I'm calling Suroff out, though, because you draft Joe Pip four, and I, I'm not trying to sound like like, a, like an ass, but he can't be only he can't only be getting three targets. Like that just can't that just can't be how it goes, you know. So I just think I, I'm looking for a big week out of that duo because they got they have big playability with the two of them raining all over it. Joey had no opportunities last week to like try to make big plays for them really. So. Um, I'm hoping Sir off. I'm calling out Sir off. Hope he, hope he has a big game this week. You know, I think I, I forgot to mention, you know, perennial MVP, you know, on the president's fan club, Douglas, I, I think he'll have a big game. You got to stop him on both sides of the ball. That's tough. And that guy, he's up for it. He is up for it. I'm, right. I'm taking Oregon in this one. I think Sir off bounce back. I think Pip has monster game. No disrespect at all to Sam Allen. And I hope he plays great, but I think Sir off gets back to uh, 500 goes one-on-one here. All right, let's move on to the 1 o'clock slate. We have two games in the 1 o'clock slate this week. Let's start off with Florida State. Actually, no, let's not start off that game. Let's start off with this uh, two teams that we've already talked about. We have Michigan State and Georgia. Both these teams will be playing a back-to-back here, so you're looking at Sam Allen's team against IB's team. Uh, how do you feel that these two teams match up against each other, Kurtzman? Um, Interesting game because we really talk about the Michigan State D-line. We didn't even mention them, really, in the, in the last yeah. – in the last segment. So I'll mention him now, very lethal D line. He mixes it up with his uh, blitz packages. Sam does, and he makes life confusing for the uh, opposing quarterback. Cause you really never know what's coming. The offensive line could be um, out of sorts. So in this one, I want to see who wins the chess match. Cause IB is also, man, he, I called him a couple days ago. Like I said, in the last podcast, and he was watching film of other teams, not Michigan state, just another team. Like he wants to see, he sees what everyone else is doing. He'll take things from other teams if they work and he feels like they can work in his system. Um, going to be a big chess match, mental match. Um, can that D-line contain IB, grab his flag, not let him create um, time in the backfield so that his receivers can get wide open? Dad, how do you feel about this one? You got to kind of hope that both these teams, are. this is the second game for both of them, correct? Yes. You're hoping they're not overlooking the first teams they play to get to this big matchup. So you want them to be, you know, hitting all cylinders in the first game as well as the second. Uh, it's going to be a little tougher matchup for Sam. Like I said, he'll be prepared. I know he will. And like I said, I know he's got a lot of tricks in his bag. But uh, you have to go against the superior athlete in IB. And like I said, it's a very tough secondary to throw against. 
uh, with Jack and, and yeah, I, I think I think this one's gonna come down to Sam. This might be a game where Sam has a few turnovers. I think if he's down, he's gonna try to you know make plays down the field. And I think this is where that Georgia secondary could get to him again. But for the same sentiment I had before, I'm not picking against IB. I'm gonna take IB in this one. I don't like how I just picked Michigan State to to go 0 and 2 on the day though. I'll tell you that I don't like that at all. I'm not gonna change my Oregon pick, but I don't like how I picked them to go 0 and 2. No, nah, you're not changing your Oregon pick. I'm not. I'm not. But I don't like how I picked them to go with you. I don't like that. Yeah, no. And I think um, to your to to your um, your sentiment, Tommy, about overlooking uh, for Michigan State. Not that the Georgia game is a like it, it's an unwinnable game, but it's probably a little less winnable in in your when you're looking at the day. And you're like, all right, let's make sure we win the first one because we're playing against IB in the second one. So if anything, I think Michigan State will be very focused in game one going against Oregon, knowing that that is a way more winnable game going against Suroff and going against IB. And that's no slight yeah. to Suroff, but IB is the, is the, the best in the league right now. So, well yeah. Yeah. So um, I actually do think Michigan state will be very um, tuned into that one and way, way more focused in game one. Um, I'm going to take IB in Georgia. That's, and that's just because IB man, he just does things sometimes on a football field that you don't see every day. And his ability to make guys miss in the backfield. I know Zach Bilheimer and Douglas are two very good flag pulling defensive linemen. Um, so you could see some um, disruptions, I should say, at the line and kind of in the backfield making plays on IB. But IB's got guys to throw to. He's got weapons. We didn't even see the beginning of what Tyson can do last week. Um, and yeah, I think IB always has his team very prepared. So I'm taking Georgia. That yeah, because he's got to face one of the better secondaries in the league. Uh, up there with Florida State, I, I I gotta go with IB in Georgia again. All right, but I like to see a good game. I yeah, really I would love to see this be a battle right here. I would love, and I think Sam is gonna. I think Sam's gonna be in two battles this weekend. All right, other one p.m. game, Florida State against Blue Mountain State. We already talked about Florida. Let's talk a little bit. I mean, excuse me, we already talked about Florida State. Let's talk a little bit about Blue Mountain State and how they match up here. Coming off another one in one week, they were a team we talked about. It was lucky to get out of that week one and one. I'm expecting a huge turnaround from Vin. I think this is a really good energy game. You got Paul and Mikey and those guys playing against Augie and crew. You know, that's like a good friend group right there. So that's a good friend group game as well. That's going to be a lot of shit talking in that one. That's going to be a good one. You know, Vin and Augie are both two quarterbacks who can make crazy plays at any time. I think Vin's going to be back on his shit this week. I was Vin at a one o'clock game. He's definitely going to get there early, be ready to go, be pumped up, ready to go in this one. I got Augie coming off of a win here. I think it's going to be a really good one, Chrisman. How are you feeling about it? Yeah, man, I am so excited for this game. I'm hoping I can somehow – I'm going to try to somehow be involved in this game, either with stats or something, because like you said, there's a lot of friends going at it, and there's already been a lot of shit talking going on in the group chat this week. Um, we have a group chat where a lot of us are in um, from another league we played in that it kind of got going. And it's going to be – very a very very good matchup i know augie and vin two very very good quarterbacks that don't like losing and this is a game where we really don't know who's going to win this game i like athletes on both sides i like the trenches on both sides um marola and lebo are two handfuls to deal with for florida state like marola not being the team's number one defensive end option is it's it's definitely something you got to contain and worry about um I don't know how what the line situation is going to look like for uh, BMS. Obviously, they have their two guys in Vinarina and Rob Samarco. Yeah, um, we'll see who steps up and plays a little more third line for them. And 
I want to see Paul get more involved in the offense this week. I feel like he had a couple big plays in the second game, but first game was a little quiet. So uh, as long as Vin and Mikey had that connection, Vin and Paul have a good connection, they're going to be able to put up points with Augie's team. But, uh, man, it's hard to pick against Augie's team. I really like their team on paper. I'll let you talk a little about the game before I make my selection. That how you feeling about it? Yeah, well, we're talking about a team, like I said, that, that gelled from the very get-go against the team that had a lot of rust. Looking at the game live and looking at the tape, uh, you could tell uh, Vin was off. Uh, like I said, no disrespect to Vin. It, it was just that uh, his timing was way off, missing a lot of receivers, short-arming, throwing opposite side. But I do not expect that to happen this week. Uh, he'll bounce back. He's that kind of quarterback. It's going to be an interesting game. I'm going to take Florida State. And this one, I think they're going to go 2-0 on the day. I think Blue Mountain State falls to 1-2. and um, I think they're going to be feeling themselves after that 11 o'clock win, Kurtzman. They're going to have an hour in between games, so they'll be fine. They'll be ready to go. And I think they're going to they're gonna be up for that game. That's going to be a big game. To put them at 3-0, and if they, you know, if they move to 3, because if I'm assuming they win that 11 o'clock game 2-0, and now they go to 3-0. and First place, they're going to be feeling themselves heavy if that's what if that's what happens. I like that, and I, I think that's the narrative that I'm going to go with there. Um, I think in the, in this game as well, you look on the outside, they're going to have a tough time with with Florida State's playmakers. As and I think you know, Paul, you said it about Paul. Paul's going to have to step up in a huge way in this game. I think the key to success for Blue Mountain State, besides the obvious and Vin being you know on his A game, is Mikey and Paul being able to go toe for toe. With Justin, Ivino, Ivanak, and all, and Rob Lacanti, Kodros, and those guys. Like I think Florida State's gonna score. Blue Mountain State's gonna have to score too. I think Paul's gonna have to need to have multiple touchdowns for them to even be in the game. Yeah, no. Um, I also, like I said in the last Florida State uh, game preview, I just want to make like you have to if you're Blue Mountain State man, you gotta just make sure Justin's not beating you over the top. And listen, if he catches a, a short ball and makes a couple guys miss and score, I guess you kind of gotta live with that, but. I think, as everyone knows, when you watch your teammate get like Moss, it it's it's a defeating feeling because you almost feel like, come on, like just knock it away, we'll live for another day, type of next play, type of thing. So you just really got to contain that, not get down if Justin does make a play or two like that because it happens almost every week. So I'm just interested interested to see how they kind of guard that and make sure that they have the bodies back in the secondary so that it doesn't happen. Um, I'm gonna take Blue Mountain State. Okay. I know, I know, I know all you, Justin, and all of them are going to be yelling at me tomorrow in the group chat once they hear this, but um, uh, Vin, I'm, I'm taking Vin big bounce back week and hopefully really good game plan coming in. Uh, not that Augie hasn't been, uh, not that Florida State hasn't been in a game intensity situation, but not the, and not that last week was easy by any matter, but they took care of business early and there was no ever, there was no sense of doubt in their mind they were ever going to lose. So I want to see them hopefully in a much closer matchup where it's closer deep in the second half. Dad, who are you taking this one? Momentum is big. I'm going to go with uh, Florida State. Yeah. Like they come in, if they come with a, a winning the first game, they're two and zero with a chance to go three and zero and make a statement in the power rankings. Uh, I think it's huge, and I think I, I'm going with momentum. I'm going Florida State. Yeah, I'm on. I'm on that too, Chris. Man, I think we picked against each other in basically every single game today, except for uh, except for the IB games. If I go like 0 and 6 this week, I'm going to be very upset. That so. one of us has that potential. There is that potential in one of us this week. Yeah, you know, but probably the way it works, it'll probably end up splitting in some way. Yeah, three, so, four, yeah. maybe yeah. Like four, five, something like that. But no, a lot of differences in opinion. I think that's going to be the that's going to be a theme that we see. Um, I think last week having a bunch of 
uh, three O's in terms of the picks, that was a rarity. I don't think we're going to see that anymore now, knowing all the teams in the league and kind of how they play. So yeah, I think, it was, and I think it was, it was a genuine, a bunch of disagrees this week. Yeah. Do you guys have, no, I didn't pick anyone for, I picked who I thought was going to yeah. win the game. Yeah. Um, did you guys have your power rankings? No, already? I decided against doing it. I, I don't have enough. I don't have enough information. After promising after. Yeah, prom- no, no, no. I've already talked to other. Yeah, it's an, it's Step news to this the, week. It's news to the podcast. But I already talked. I already talked to Sam Allen. I said I told him I was like I'm not ready to, to do my power rankings yet because like I don't I can't differentiate some of these teams. I need to see another look. I need I need to. I, I'll have one after this week, but I won't feel confident in it. I need to see a lot of these teams play each other. But uh, let's wrap this thing up. Is that it? Do we have anything else we want to say before uh, before we get out there? Kurtzman, Dad, anything? Um, no, nothing. No, I think uh, we're in for a really good week of games. I'm, I'm pissed that I'm going to miss the first game of the day because I think that's going to be a great game. Uh, I'm pissed I'm going to miss the first half, so I can't wait to watch film. My favorite thing is watching film on games I actually didn't see because there's so many surprises and things that people did. But, um, yeah, uh, make sure to post your highlights, tag the league, make sure to post your pictures, make sure to tag Deffy Def. So like not everyone was tagging him in all the pictures. So let's make, I wish I put that at the front of the podcast. But yep. We'll make sure to, I'll make sure to get that in the beginning of the next podcast slash on the Twitter, Instagram, but uh, I'm excited for another good week of games. Yeah, let's get out there and have another really good week. We'll catch you boys at the field on Sunday. We'll be there bright and early. Uh, we'll see you boys then. Everyone, peace. See you.